Ah, people of the internet, EDB here. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for long. And well, I guess it's, um, yeah, time to just go ahead and say it. We's here. This is, this is it. This is it. This is the year 2020. Not only is it a brand new year, my fellow people of the internet, but it is a brand stinking new decade. <sighs> I, I just need a moment to think about it. Now, it's uh, going to take me a few minutes. Please forgive me. I I haven't been in the podcast. Uh, What are we doing here? We're recording. Yeah. I'm sorry. I haven't done this since (laughs) uh, the Sunday before Christmas. If you uh, are listening to this podcast or have listened to this podcast, thank you very much. I hope that you're either following or subscribing, whatever your platform of preference requires you do. But all of those podcasts you've heard up until yesterday, if you're listening to this when it's released on uh, January the 2nd, were pre-recorded. Yeah, I finished all of those between the 20, what was it, 6th and the 28th of uh, December. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, No, I'm sorry. I lied. Between the 22nd and the 24th. Hmm. More like the 23rd. I don't remember. It's all a blur. The bottom line is from, uh, I, I, I haven't been recording. And so I'm, I'm struggling, trying to get my mind right, trying to get my, 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 my words right, you see? And so I'm, <laughs> let's just be honest. I don't even know if I'm trying to do this. So you, so please bear with me for a few moments. As I figure this out, actually, let me just go ahead and uh, pay some bills. A bill. We pay bills around here. That's how we survive. It's called a sponsors. I'm going to insert that right here. And hopefully between the sponsor or during the sponsor, should I say, I can figure out how to speak to you, which may be a struggle because I couldn't talk before I stopped podcasting for a week. And so now it's getting back into the groove of not having a groove at all. People of the internet, um, as we uh, begin 2020, I want to talk about a a podcast that I'm listening to. It's it's by a a buddy of mine. Can I call him a buddy? I mean, I I guess we occasionally talk via email, so that would uh, make us buddies, right? I mean, that's how the internet works. If you... DM somebody or talk to them via mentions or they respond to you in any kind of way, then you're automatically a buddy, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, so he has this podcast uh, out called Raising the Dead. I encourage you. I would like to uh, solicit. Is soliciting wrong? I don't think I like the word solicit. I'm trying to figure out what to, how to present this to you without telling you what to do. You know what I'm saying? I would like to uh, invite you. Yeah, that that's word. Can can I can I uh, just stick with invite, Eric? Okay, let's just go. Just invite is cool. Invite the people to listen to his podcast, Raising the Dead. Okay, that's all you got to do. You got it. Now you try it. May I invite you to consider listening to Mister Justin Robert Young's podcast, Raising the Dead? See, 
That 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 sounded great. I'm getting it back now. I feel, woo, I feel good about myself. Anyway, so the particular uh, podcast, well, it just started this season, which I'm fascinated by because nothing makes me happier than being on the, the uh, receipt, not the receiving end. That's not what I want to say. Actually, I am on the receiving end of good content, but to be uh, in the foundation group, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, is that, that work? Yeah, the foundation group. Yeah, the, the pioneering club, if you will. I am one of the launchers of this podcast, which... All that saying, basically, I got to hear all the episodes and now I don't have to go back and listen to 5,000 other episodes because I found the podcast six years after it was created. Okay, that's what I was trying to say. Anyway, so um, this podcast right now, Raising the Dead, what he's doing now, I, I, I was trying to think about what his mission statement is, and I'm sure he says it in the podcast and I don't remember it because when you give me something fascinating, everything else that I don't care about just goes out the window. But right now he's doing a series about Nixon versus Kennedy. And he's he's saying how uh, the Nixon Kennedy presidential campaign, which took place in 1960, for those of you who uh, may not know. Mm, excuse me. Oh, that burp was delicious. Mm, that makes you that lets you when you got a good burp like that, it lets you know the dinner was good. But then again, that wasn't a good burp, so I might need to go back for seconds. Anyway, um, so the podcast, uh, Nixon versus Kennedy. He's he's sharing with this Raise the Dead presentation about how the Nixon-Kennedy uh, presidential campaign is very similar to the Clinton-Trump presidential campaign and how Trump is very related in some ways politically to Kennedy. And I'm sure many of you have heard that. I've actually shared that with a couple of uh, journalists, people that I know, and they, they have uh, concurred that this is a thing. They, they, they believe in this, that Kennedy and, and Trump kind of have some relations politically. And, uh, but that's not what I want to talk to you about today. What was fascinating to me, because I grew up in the 80s, 1984 was when I was born, smack dab in the middle of the, uh, what is it, the second term of Reagan? No, he was just, uh, let me see, uh, uh, 80, 84, he was about to get reelected when I was born. Yeah, Mm, interesting. But anyway, so I uh, have no idea about Republican black people. As I said, I was born in the 80s. By the time I paid it, actually, the first presidential campaign or the first presidential, yeah, campaign. No, I don't want to say campaign because I don't really remember the campaign. But I do remember watching the inauguration of William Jefferson Clinton, you know, Bill. Um, For those of you who don't know, that's the girl. I mean, he, well, he got the girl, you know, under the the Oval Office desk, the the desk resolute. Yeah, and he was... uh, I was going to say something, but uh, it doesn't, uh, he, he resolved his, <laughs> never mind. Um, I watched that in 1993 and I remember seeing that on TV and, and that's not the point. The point is that that was, I don't know of black Republicans. I, all I've ever known were that blacks ten, generally is what I want to say for what I've known favorite Democrats. But there was a time when blacks were Republicans. As a matter of fact, uh, 
Black people, I hope this is not boring you. We're studying here, and I just want to get this out because it's, it's fascinating to me. I'm going to get on to something else in a minute, but let me finish this. Black people, at one point in time, uh, because Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, or at least alleged, um, they uh, were Republicans because, you know, Abraham Lincoln was their boy, right? He, he, was, he was their homie. You know, he was their, he was their top cheese, if you will. Their rum DMC. I was going to say they had, um, no, we're not going to say that. But um, the point is, up until 1960, blacks were Republicans, but something happened. And again, you have to listen to the podcast because I don't want to share it all here because then you won't go and listen to his podcast and he needs the view too. Or should I say the listen? This is a blog. I mean, this is a podcast, Eric. This is not a vlog. Okay. It's we listen. This is done with our ears, not with our eyes. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, what I, what do I want to say to to kind of tell you and finish my point without ruining it, so you won't go listen to the, his podcast? Um, basically, something happened where Kennedy uh, connected with Dr. King Senior, and by him connecting with Dr. King Senior, uh, as you know, the Kings were very very popular back then especially Junior, but Senior uh, was popular more so than Junior at this particular time, or should I say they were maybe equal uh, in popularity, but most of us don't know about that because all we've ever been told about is Junior. But anyway, so something happened. Kennedy did something that kind of got Martin Junior, well, and Senior all like, okay, we're going to go with this guy. And that, that right there is when Black people switched from Republican to Democrat. Bam! Fascinating. Now put some music on because I got to go do something else.
Thank you uh, very much for uh, allowing me the opportunity to uh, break for a second and also for you to listen to some music. Now, let's let's um, let's analyze what we started with here. Uh, we're now, what, 39 episodes in somewhere in there. This is literally the second season because we've started on the first day of the year, which was yesterday. If you're listening to this when, it was, when it's released uh, or if it's, well, when you listen to it when it's recorded then today. So you know what? the point is we had a mission, at least I did. And the mission was that I wanted to create a podcast that allowed you, the listener, that gave you the opportunity, should I say. It didn't allow you to do anything because you were allowed to do whatever you want. I don't, I, I'm trying not to act like your dad here. Okay, that, that's, that's why my language is very, very troubling, if you will. Ah, Take a break and think about this, Eric. Okay, so we wanted to do a podcast. I wanted to do a podcast that uh, helped to get you through a 30-minute workout. That was my goal, that we would find something for at least 30 minutes a day to talk about. Not only were you at the gym working out your body, but you would work out your brain. You would learn. Like, for example, the whole fascinating thing about when blacks turned from uh, Republicans to Democrats. That that was mind-blowing to me when I heard it. And so I felt like it would be something you would like to listen to and potentially grow your brain from, especially if you're black and you're wondering where you becoming a Democrat uh, historically came from. But it began to be more chatting. And as the conversation was called, hey, let's chat, uh, that daunted upon me because truth be told, I don't want to talk and I hate chatting. Chat, 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 chat is just, <sighs> actually the fact that I'm sitting here right now pontificating or as I'm feeling rambling on makes me want to hurl. But when I have precise conversations that focus on something that makes me better in the end, then we have something. I guess what I'm trying to say is, people, my fellow friends of the internet, fellow people, best friends of the internet, can I get any more nicer or more intimate? I don't know. I should stop trying because it's getting annoying, me trying to figure out how to suck up to you better, right? The point is that I'm trying to make... I want to create something that 15 or 20 years from now, I can listen back to and remember what I've learned. Remember what I found to be fascinating at the time. Or when I get up in age, you know, sometimes we get a little senile. It happens. And I'm sitting there in the rocking chair and the grandkids. uh, Yeah, I, I think that's still possible. Us uh, playing me my old tapes back, you know, when I'm going from this nice, sweet, sexy looking debonair person that I sound like right now to (laughs) that day is coming for all of us people. Just as the old folks say, keep it living, keep it living, boy, boy, keep it living. I want to be able to remember what was going on in my mind at this particular point in time. And then that brings me to my second point that I want to uh, 
present to you my argument for presentation. I want this to be like a law room. You know, when I was in college, let me go ahead and tell this story. This, this, I guess, will present the argument or, or plead my case a little bit better. I remember uh, Tidewater Community College was the school or the institution by which I was attending at the time. It was the Virginia Beach campus. And I was in a uh, philosophy class, I want to say. Maybe. Yeah. Philosophy, I think, is the class that I was taking. And uh, in taking that class, uh, I remember the teacher coming in one day. And please forgive me as I'm trying to replay this back. I mean, my God, that was like 2008. That was, woo, (laughs) almost 10 years ago. So, no, literally 12 years ago at this point in time. Excuse me. Not almost 10. Almost 12. Me and math just scares me sometimes. Anyway, so the teacher came in one day. And he had the classroom set up a little uniquely if you will. He had uh, his desk in the middle, you know, because in in the college, the teacher is always at the front. But this time, even though his desk remained in the right place, or should I say in the traditional place, the seats, the chairs, the the students' desks were were changed around a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He had one group of chairs as you come into the door to the right, And another group of chairs as you come into the door to the far left. And it was your mission to find a chair on either side. Now, the classroom, I believe, was pretty full. So with the right number of chairs for the right number of people, it was you were going to be on somebody's team, but it just whichever team got filled up first. Then the teacher came in, right? And he had on a referee shirt. Now, this was fascinating. This is philosophy class. I didn't mention that, right? And the teacher has on a referee shirt. Now, you're asking yourself, why did your teacher come into class with a referee shirt on? Well, his point was to set up, in his mind, a law room. Well, shouldn't he have came in there with a black robe on? Well, I guess. But then again, a referee shirt kind of looked better for him. And that's what he wanted to do. So, fuck it. Now, referee shirt's on. We have to present our case. We are lawyers in this philosophy class. And please forgive me. As I said, it was 12 years ago. So, I don't remember the details. But all I remember is that I had to present an argument that cursing was not the problem. Or if you're going to look at the biblical context that says thou shall not use profane speech that has nothing to do with damn hell shit bitch fucking pussy. Ooh, I just said that all freely willy. I forgot that people listen to this podcast. But anyway, now that I said it, let me go on and explain myself. But profanity by Webster Dictionary was any word that's used to degrade someone. So I had to present the argument that you could curse at me without using those uh, nice terms that I just used that I won't say again because I know some of you are listening and those things make you a little nervous. So this woman got up and faced me 
as we face the judge in the zebra shirt. And we look at Judge Zebra, and I said, Yonah, I can make this woman curse at me. And she said, you cannot make me curse. That was her counter argument. Your Honor, it is impossible for him to make me curse because I do not use certain terms. I said, Your Honor, in my counter argument, I believe that I have a way to convince this particular person to use profanity towards me. Then we went on with our arguments and went back and forth, back and forth. And if you have any, any type of connection with me, you will know that I can be a complete douchebag when I want to be. Not only can I be a complete douchebag, but I can be annoying ASF. And so all I did was kicked on my (laughs) proverbial annoyingness to which the young lady became very very agitated with me and truth be told I made a curse she called me stupid idiot fool dummy bad disgrace on life all those good things but she didn't think that she cursed because she didn't say bitch damn hell pussy fuck you and motherfucker but the dictionary, the dictionary, the dictionary, the definition is what I was trying to say. Says that profane speech is any word that's used to degrade someone. So when you call me a stupid idiot, well, then you just degraded me. To which I won the argument. Now, what is my point? I'm trying to present a case here. A, a case of active living. A case of perfecting whatever it is that you were put on this earth to do. And a lot of us don't know what that is because truthfully, that thing that we are so good at was the thing that we left back yonder because somebody told us it was too stupid for us to do. And so not only am I presenting a case of activeness and presenting a case of perfecting whatever it is that you were created to do, but I'm also presenting the case of how you can go back and pick that stuff up that those mother chuckers told you to leave back yonder. Ah, if you look on facebook.com forward slash Eric, no, instagram.com forward slash Eric Deshaun Barrett. That's where it is. It's on Facebook too, but that's my personal Facebook with friends and the family and everything. But anyway, that's another conversation for today. But over there on Instagram.com forward slash Eric Deshaun Barrett, I share a story. And I'm not going to uh, share it all with you right here because it, it's, it's, it's not too much. But I just want to give you the highlights and then we move on. Okay, I got more. I got more to talk about here in our time together. But I share about how I used to be fascinated with A, cutting grass and B, working on cars. And it wasn't until the highfalutin people that were my family and all those other folks stripped me of that desire and passion. It was once upon a time when taking a wrench to a car was fascinating. Learning how to drive was fascinating. I remember sitting in my grandmother's driveway. She had a 1977 Mercury, uh, what was it? Mercury Monarch. Yeah. 1977 Ford or white sedan. Set in the driveway. Couldn't move. Broken down. You see what I'm saying? And I would just go outside and just drive the thing. And also, I think had the ignition switch was broke, so you can turn it. You didn't have to have the key. You just turn it and put it in gear and go. You just dreamed. And then I got to work with 
a mentor who's now gone on, who literally showed me how to strip a car down to a frame between sunrise and sunset with lunch, girls, and snacks on the side. That man was so good. But I was stripped of it. I was told, no, you don't need to do that. Also, there was a time back in the day when I could build when I could build a computer. Are you hearing what I'm saying? My uncle would get these computers. I never could get I, my first computer that was brand spanking new. Had to be uh, right before the turn of the millennium, maybe. Somewhere in there, or maybe shortly after. I don't really know. It's all a blur. But the point is, before that, he would bring me old computers as the companies by which he goes, you know, he does the construction thing, you see. And he goes on the job, and they throw the computers out, and he picks them up, and he brought them back to the house. And I would learn the computer by rebuilding these old computers. He would bring me the things from the CD-ROM to the hard drive to the floppy disk. I learned how to take that stuff out, put it back in. I know you don't know anything about floppy disk or CD-ROMs. It's like, what is he talking about? It's like him and Reagan and Nixon and and Kennedy and Martin King and all all this other ancient stuff. We don't know about this. The point is, I'm trying to make to you, my friends, is there was a piece of me. There were things about me that people stripped. And so I believe just like you, just like me, just like you, we're all in this together. We all have those things. All of us who are wandering in the wilderness, you know why we're there? Because we're trying to find who we are when the reality is who we are is back yonder where those dumb, polluted people told us to leave. That's what we're good at. That's what we're passionate about. And if this particular podcast, if we can find a way to A, be active for 30 minutes a day, get out there and get your body right. Because we got to, look, we can't live if we don't go out and do some exercise. The body was meant to move. You know what I'm saying? But B, if we can find a way to perfect our craft and C, find a way to get that stuff back. All our dreams, all our hopes, Find a way to market and capitalize on who we are. Find a way to make a paycheck off your hobby. Don't you know that we live in a fascinating time? Even though Trump is president, who cares about that? We still live in a fascinating time where hobbies can bring you a full-time salary plus retirement and CDs, IRAs, and a Cayman Islands account. So... That is my focus. That is what I want to study. I want to go back to that 1977 Mercury Monarch. I was trying to say Grand Marquis. That's 2003 sitting in the driveway. They're both white. My grandma likes white cars. I don't really know. I want to go back to that 77 Grand Marquis. Ah, the Grand Marquis in the driveway. Or get it right. It's a Mercury Monarch. 1977 white four-door sedan. Look it up on Google. I want to go back. I want to remember, I want to remember those days. I want to build my life off of those days. That is who EDB is. And that is who EDB is working to recover. Not only am I working to recover that. No, no, no. I'm working to recover everything. Because not only was I stripped of the cars, stripped of the lawnmower, stripped 
of being able to be athletic. They told me I couldn't run. They told me I couldn't join the military. They told me that I would never pass the physical fitness test. I would never lose weight. All these things that I was told. And I am at the point in this decade where I'm like, to you be damned. Because I'm tired. As many of you listening are tired of being told what you can and you cannot do. So, over the next 10 days, I wish I could do it in 10 days. I had to think about that for a second. Like, how am I going to get out of that without realizing that I just fucked up? Uh, Over the next 10 years, you know what I'm focused on? Yeah, I told you. Being active, learning to perfect my craft, and finding those things that I left behind. I told you all that, yeah. But over the next 10 years, I'm going to get it all back. I'm going to get back the original EDB. Ah, people of the internet, I'd like to thank you for listening to this podcast. I would like to thank you for joining me in the new decade, the new year, the 2020s. This is going to be exciting for me. I hope that you are feeling the same way. And I say I hope because, well, I just hope, I really hope that you're ready for this piece of excitement. I know some of you are. I believe some of you are. And I believe that those of you who are still struggling, somewhere you're going to find it. Somewhere between 2020 and 2030, we're going to get it. I believe it with all my heart. I won't stop believing. You know what I'm saying? You know what else I believe? I believe that you're going to find me somewhere on the internet. Over on Instagram.com forward slash Eric Deshaun Barrett. Facebook.com forward slash Eric D. Barrett. Twitter.com forward slash Eric D. Barrett. YouTube.com forward slash Eric Barrett. Also, if you have me, let's just be real. If you're the Apple person, you know I'm an Apple guy. If you're over on Apple Music, it's Eric Deshaun Barrett. Hit me up. We're going to have playlists over there. Because I got to keep my mind focused. I got to keep some positive tunes in my ears. Not only do I got to get these podcasts in my ears, but I keep some positive lyrics in my ears. You know what I'm saying? So you can find me over there and check out what I'm listening to. That'll be very awesome sauce. Well, until the next time we can get together. I really, really, really can't wait. Until then, email me at ericdeshawnbarrett at gmail.com. I just want to go ahead and throw that in there too. You know, I got it's more, it's so many ways you can reach me. So let's let's chat. Let's let's grow together, shall we? Awesome sauce. Till next time. For me and mine. Unto you and yours. Laters. Mm-hmm.